Hey, 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 guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. It is November the 11th, and that happens to be, here in America anyway, Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there, regardless if you were in the Navy, the Army, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, or even the Coast Guard, which I was told that is technically not part of the armed services until it was t- until it's the time of war. However, I do feel like the Coast Guard are a valuable asset to our country, regardless if it's a time of war or not. I've met some really cool Coast Guard people in my life, um, even dated one or two maybe, uh, but that's not why. But honestly, um, cheers to you guys. Of course, the Texas Army National, the Army National Guards and the Air Guards who are uh, kind of like a branch of army and branch of the air force. If I'm correct, uh, if I'm incorrect, please don't, don't be upset with me, but I was in the army national guard and I know there's the air national guard and they're all in, in all the, di- you know, the 50 States. I was a part of the Texas national guard, army national guard, as well as the, you know, active U S Navy in active U S army. So I'm saying cheers to myself because I'm very proud of my time in the military. So, um, you might be wondering if you're not from America, like what do they do on, on uh, veterans day? Happy to tell you that they do a lot. Uh, there are free meals during breakfast, during lunch, during dinner. There are places that give free drinks, free coffees. Um, not necessarily Starbucks, I think is a regular, like a, like a tall, which is like a small size brewed coffee they don't give any of the flavored ones which isn't cool starbucks isn't that's not cool i'm a caramel macchiato kind of girl or a chrome uh, a caramel brulee kind of letter um so i um i really wish that starbucks would change it up to i mean even just a small excuse me spunky i'm talking you know the deal when i'm when i'm on my podcast you're not supposed to be interrupting I'm sorry. Is it because I didn't say hello for you? You're not happy that I didn't say, hey, Spunky says hello. Is that why? Pardon moi for that interruption on behalf of my cat. She is just, she just gets so jealous. So anyway, y'all, Spunky says hello. See, I'm going to make sure to say that earlier from now because <laughs> when she's around. Uh, so she is just too adorable to ever get mad at. But uh, at any rate, yeah, Starbucks, if you ever listen to, to me, um, maybe think about giving us like the tall flavored drinks because not everybody even gets the flavored drinks. You know, um, I happen to be one who does, but I'm sure there's a lot of veterans out there who just take the regular brewed drink. But I digress about that as far as like all the things that uh, are given to veterans um some places like uh amc movie theater they'll they do like a three to four day weekend uh, like in a uh, what is the word i'm trying to say just they just spread it out instead of just friday saturday and sunday they do thursday friday so a um expanded if you will free uh freeway <laughs> i don't know where that came from expanded if you will 
weekend. And what they do is they give veterans a large bucket of popcorn on the house. So that's kind of cool. And there are other places that will do stuff that aren't necessarily restaurants, but restaurants are the big ones, like the breakfast places for Denny's and IHOP and Cracker Barrel, and they do lunch as well. Um, Buffalo Wings does chicken wings. Uh, last year they, they let you do a carry out, but this year they want only if you dine in. And I don't know. I think they changed it to dine in because most likely you're going to give a tip. So, you know, when you do a carry out, you're not expected to tip. And I don't know. I feel like that's kind of not cool because you guys are part of this uh, appreciation to veterans because you want to say thank you to veterans and you are putting your money where your mouth is, if you will, by saying we don't want to just thank veterans on, on Veterans Day. We want to thank them with a free meal. And you choose what kind of free meal you're going to give them. And if you say it's only for dine-in, I think that's because they, they're expecting people to tip. Because, of course, people are going to tip. People don't like to go to a restaurant and not tip anything. And so, in some way, I, I don't know. I could be completely incorrect about that. But I feel like last year it was Carry Out was okay by Buffalo Wings. And this year it specifically says dine-in customers only. And I don't know. I just feel like if you want money, if you want us to give you some money, why even give us anything for free? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not... I don't mind tipping, but it's like the one day out of the year that we can get a free meal. And this morning when I went to Denny's, I, I'm not going to leave without tipping. It's just not my nature. It's just the way I was raised. And because my mother was in that industry, working at restaurants and stuff. And I know that they here in America, they rely on tips. So of course, I'm going to give some kind of tip, even if it's not a big tip. I mean, because my meal was free. So the only thing I ordered that I had to pay for was the cup of coffee that I got. And, um, yeah, they didn't even give me like the canister for a cup, you know, to refill my own cups. There's like some restaurants do that. Like, Hey, just take the whole like thing. That's, you know, but they just give me one cup and I'm not complaining at all. You know, a cup of coffee it was like less than $3 where at Starbucks it's like $5 now. So, um, but I gave a $2 tip for a th uh, free meal. Because I got some coffee and that's just me. And, and that's, I know that like, I don't know. I just feel like by making it mandatory that we can't do like an order and pick it up to go, that they're kind of doing that because they're expecting us to give them some money back. And uh, I don't know, kind of defeats the whole purpose of giving a free meal to veterans. But that's just me again, 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 again. I could be wrong. Anyway, not going to go to any farther on that. I will finish up moving on. Okay, before I move on, I'm very, very grateful that we get that. That veterans get a day for a veterans appreciation because it wasn't always like that in America. And if you want to know more about that, just Google how America has treated veterans throughout the years. Um, and I'll leave it there. Moving on. Today, I just wanted to talk about things that I have probably never shared with you guys. Like, have I ever shared with you? I wanted to say, did I ever share? And I was like, no, no, no. I'll say, have I ever shared? There are a lot of things that, because I, I started this podcast on episode one, right? I'm sorry, season one. 
and it was at the time when I turned 18. But I don't think I've really gone into a lot of, you know, talking about what I, what my life was like before I was 18. And so I'm going to just talk briefly about that because have I ever told you that I was born in Texas, but I haven't always lived in Texas. When I was five, my mom, my, so my mom and my dad got I think I've shared this with you guys that my mom and my dad got divorced before I was even born. She kicked him to the curb and said, bye Felicia. When she realized that he was a woman, womanizing alcoholic and he wasn't willing to let go of the alcohol and, and, and definitely not let go of women. So my mom was like, I can't do this. I've already got two kids from you. I'm about to have another kid. That's your kid too. And you are not wanting to stop doing what you've been doing that's not good and I've tolerated it long enough so she's like I'm, I'm gonna if I'm gonna have to do it on my own but I'll be okay yes if you hear some ice in a drink I'm having my own adult beverage to toast to Veterans Day so cheers to you guys too for giving me a listen as always anywho so she kicked in with the curb and I was born here in Texas and I was born a month early may have shared that with you guys. So I was supposed to be a March baby, but I ended up being a February baby. And my father got remarried. So he moved to Florida and he got remarried. And so there was my stepmother and my half sister. Her name is Angie. She lives in Orlando, Florida, or somewhere in Florida and with my half brother. Um, and they, we, I haven't seen them since I was 11 and I'm 51. So you do the math. I'm pretty sure that's 40 years. <laughs> My math may not be that bad actually. Uh, but at any rate, we moved to Florida, me, my sister, my brother, we all moved to Florida when I was five because my mother needed a break. Again, I'm sorry if I've shared this with you before, but I, I think it's pertinent, especially for the new people that come in to listen. If, you know, if they just pop in on season eight, uh, welcome by the way. Anyway, so uh, when I was five, we moved to Florida. We moved there for a year and then we moved back. And then when I was 10, nine going on 10, we moved to Florida. I'm sorry, California. And I loved California, y'all. Like, I loved it. I think I should have been a California girl. I loved, and I'm not talking about politics or anything. I'm just talking about like the, just the vibe of California, you know, with the ocean and the mountains, skateboarding and roller skating. Back then there was this clothing department called OP Ocean Pacific. And we're talking about corduroy, the corduroy, people don't wear corduroy anymore, but there was a, it's a part, like it's a, it's a material of clothing, corduroy. And so we used to be into big, in, big time into wearing corduroy shorts. They have corduroy pants, but corduroy shorts, and they have corduroy jackets as well. But this was California when the, where the weather is sublime. And so I loved every bit of being in California. I just I just thought it was so awesome and gnarly and groovy, as they used to say back then. I would have been okay staying in California for the rest of my life, to be honest. Or at least until I got old enough to, you know, go explore the world. And so... But it just wasn't meant to last. There were some things that happened. Um, my mom didn't tell me until later why we moved back to California. But my big sister kind of started hanging around the wrong crowd. And she was really worried about her getting into trouble uh, eventually if she stayed there, if we all stayed there. So we moved back to Texas when I was 11 in 1981. Yes, 1981. So yeah, because I was 10 in 1981. And um, 
which is crazy, right? Because I'm like only 25, 30. So, <laughs> but seriously, we moved back there. We moved back to Texas. And, um, and then right after coming back to Texas, my dad showed up and me and, uh, so it was my brother, right? My brother and I, we moved to Florida and we were supposed to stay there for a whole year. Um, but we only stayed there for like a half, a, a half, a half a year. I'm not, um, to this day, I don't know why. I don't know if there was something going on with my dad and his job. I, I don't know if my stepmother was like, no, nah, I don't want these kids in our house anymore. <laughs> uh, because we had a, a new half brother, you know, a new half sibling, which is my brother, my half brother. And so, um, it's weird. I don't know why we moved back, but I, I don't think I ever told you I, that. I definitely don't think I ever told you guys. I've, I've never shared that with you guys. And I wanted to share that with you because I think it's in, interesting that like I had such a great experience of moving around when I was young in that, I mean, my mom told me that I wanted to see the world when I was five. So it was always in me to travel, but I think the fact that I ended up moving, you know, to Florida when I was five, to California when I was nine, going on 10, and then moving to um, Florida when 10, going into 11, and then moving back. And then I went to various schools as well in the city. And people might say, you know, that can either make you one or two ways. It can either make you really kind of an extrovert or it can make you more of somebody who doesn't like moving a lot. And it just definitely, obviously, as you can tell, I love to travel. I love to move. And it's been hard sitting in this in this city for almost four years because I'm already I've always been used to just moving by now. But here's the interesting thing I haven't shared with you. And you might be very surprised by this, but I'm not an extrovert. And you might think, okay, well, you love to talk and you obviously love people and you love moving around. So how is it that you're not an extrovert? Talk time with hope. And thank you for asking. And the answer is simply when I started learning about extroverting, being an extrovert and being an introvert in college, I realized that like a true extrovert, like a true extrovert is somebody who does not know how to be by themselves. It's the person that has to be the life of the, that usually is the life of the party and they love going out to parties and they love going and do stuff. And then when that party's over, they're like, hey, let's go to another party, an after party. And then when that party's over, they're like, hey, let's go get some, something to eat for breakfast. And then when that's over, they're like, hey, anybody want to come hang out at my home? Those are the kind of people that are true, true, true extroverts. And I'm not one of those people. Have I done those things? Yeah, but I'm not one of those people like... I have to have somebody around outside of my spunky, of course, but it's crazy because, you know, most people would have pegged me as an extrovert. When you meet me, you chat with me, you chit chat with me, you converse with me, you spend a little bit of time with me. You might think, man, you're, you're definitely an extrovert. you got a lot of energy, blah, blah, blah. But that's the, that's not what it's about. It's just about somebody who like probably wouldn't go to a movie by themselves, probably wouldn't go eat by themselves. They always kind of see, seem to want to have somebody around. Whereas an introvert, you know, everybody thinks an introvert is a complete, you know, person who has to be by themselves. They're always by themselves. They don't want to be like, or, or go to parties and go to this or go to that. And that's not necessarily true either. At the end of the day, a lot of us are a bit of both. There are, a lot of us are a bit of both introvert and extrovert. And I am definitely one of those people because I, I have no qualms about hanging out by myself. Yeah. You know, people who have known me for years will say, you know, you know, you always did you know, would be open to go to parties and, and, and dance clubs and all that stuff like that and bars and stuff. And that's true, but I didn't necessarily quote unquote need that. 
I like spending time. And as I've gotten older, I definitely have found myself being somebody who likes to, to do things by myself. I, I, I love solo traveling. And I actually met a passenger the other day that said she's new to solo traveling and she didn't new in the sense that she hasn't actually done it yet as far as like traveling outside of work. And she's looking forward to doing that. So she's really happy that she met somebody who's had a lot of experience with that. And I said, yeah, definitely. I love it. I don't mind going to places with other people, um, but I definitely enjoy traveling um, on holiday vacations by myself because it just, it's just so nice waking up when I want to wake up, not having to do what the person that I'm with wants to do or when they want to wake up or like, Hey, I want to go here and I want to go to here. And I'm like, I might want to go there, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's hard work to actually travel with other people for me. Um, especially since I've had so much time by myself, you know, as far as like not being in any romantic relationships and whatnot. And, uh, in such a, such a very, very, very long time. Um, and I got used to it just like being single. I've gotten used to that. I've gotten used to this simple life. Um, but it wasn't always that way. You know, used to always be looking for the next person to date, I think, you know, and, um, in that sense, you know, it, and it wasn't always because I was like, people might think that people who are always in relationships are like, just scared to be alone. And it, I just liked being with people. I liked being in relationships. Uh, I liked the funness of it, the newlywedness of it, if you will. But so did I ever tell you that at the, that my mother uh, didn't let us date until we were 16. I don't know about your parents, but my mother was like, mm -mm, you can't date until you're 16. And then when you do date, you're going to be around me. I got to see who you're with. Um, and I think a lot of that has changed through the years. I may have mentioned that my little niece was like having a boyfriend and she's like not even 14 yet. And her dad was like, okay with it. And I was like, how's your dad okay with you having official boyfriend at 14 when our mother's, our mother didn't let us date until we were 16. But Hey, that's not my kid. Uh, that's his kid, but I mean, it wasn't like they were seriously, seriously together, but still, like, I just don't get it. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that because I'm not a parent, obviously, so what do I know? <laughs> All right, here's another thing that I don't know if I shared with you, and I have, and if I have, I'm sharing it again for the newbies. When I was nine, they gave me a test, and then that test they tested my, you know, they tested my IQ level apparently or where I stood for the age that I was and the grade that I was in. So I was a third grader and I was nine. And they told my mother that, that I was below average, that I was below my peers and that I would never, ever, ever get to the, to be equal to my peers, that I'd always be below, which is total bogus, right? Like that's total BS. I, that's why I'm not a big fan of tests because, you know, tests, not everybody are good test takers and that could have devastated me that could have like I mean if my mom would have said they think you're slow or they think you're you know below average and you'll never ever uh, be at the where your peers are that could have really affected me negatively when I was nine years old but thankfully she didn't and here I am you know 51 with a degree in psychology taking some master courses in professional counseling um, been an international teacher of the English language, traveled to over two dozen countries, sorry, over, yeah, not two dozen, I've, I'm at 25, so over 20, <laughs> still not 
okay maybe i'm not good at math but um have written a book hope through cancer plan on writing more books and yeah i mean test and being good at, at taking tests or bad at taking tests or not um you know then that doesn't necessarily mean one cannot get better one cannot improve because i think i am um a big i guess you know example of how people can not be very studious when they're young not very academically inclined when they're young but as they get older they can actually become very good at um being a student and being in the academia world and so i mean i'm not saying that i was a great a you know made grade a all the time but my gpa was 4.0 um unfortunately it wasn't and i'm not I'm, i don't say unfortunately and i mean i guess i shouldn't say that cuz it doesn't matter if your gpa is not a 4.0 it's all about what you did and how you learned and obtained everything that you learned and so what if your gpa is in 4.0 so what if your gpa isn't above 3.5 at the end of the day it's about how good you were as a student in in the sense of with working with your professors and doing your work and submitting things on time and obtaining that information because you can be a great like I said going back you could be a great test taker doesn't doesn't mean you actually retained uh, that that's the word you didn't retain that information you just regurgitated it and i know that i re- i i retained so much of what i learned in college and i'm so grateful for that my gpa could have been better Uh, I went through some serious serious things back in 2006 uh when a friend died well, sorry when she was murdered uh by her husband and her two kids were murdered too and I should have took a semester off to deal with that but I didn't because I was a psych major and psych majors folks are stubborn and think we don't need any kind of counseling or time off but I should have should have took some time off for that and it really hurt my GPA but I graduated with a bachelor's in psychology from a very nice college called University of Texas at Dallas. So that's all that matters. So screw you for the, you guys that gave me a test when I was nine years old and told me that my mom that I wasn't gonna be I wasn't gonna be smart. La, who's the laughs on you, yo? I like them apples. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the dorkiness will always remain within. and I'm proud of that hashtag ain't ashamed of my dorkiness. All right. So what else have I haven't shared with you? Now there're going to be things people may say, you know, especially people who know me like, "Oh, you you're you're one to share and you know, you're kind of an open book in a sense, but there's so much about me that I don't share with people and there's so much about me that I haven't shared even with people that I've known for 20, 30 years. There are things that I've kept to myself and there're just always going to be things that I choose to keep to myself. and some of those things, you know, are just 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 for me, you know, and I'm okay with that. And there are times when I am an open book that uh, you know, I can share a lot with people. People I've known for a long time and people that I even just met. But there's so much more to hope than the things that I've shared with with people throughout the years. But some of those things I do share like today. Also, something I didn't share, I've never shared with you. Did you know that I had did I share that I grew up with dyslexia? Yeah. Um and to a degree there's still dyslexia with me. I I mean I catch myself 
uh, saying things backwards, reading things backwards. And I think maybe that will always be a part of me, some of it anyway, to, to I mean, a very, very small amount. <laughs> and I had to take special reading classes when I was in junior high um, because of the reading. My brain just didn't, didn't get it. <clears throat> But I'm pretty sure that was also because I had undiagnosed ADHD and I couldn't stay focused. And I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, even today, as much as I have told people that I probably have it. Um, I don't know how to go about going forward to get and seeing if, if, if I'd be diagnosed with it. I know there's there. I mean, I know myself. I know that um, since I was a kid, you know, I'd go off in la-la land and my thinking and I, I wasn't ever, never really be able to focus um, my attention would just go elsewhere. And that's probably, there's a lot of that as an adult. Um, it doesn't mean that I haven't been able to be successful. I mean, obviously I did the Navy, I did the army and all the jobs that I've had in teaching in college, like it has never kept me back from achieving things and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, dyslexia and undiagnosed ADHD has kind of been a part of me for all my life. And another thing I never shared with you is I was a pretty, pretty awesome high jumper when I was in middle school and high school. And I had received a couple of gold medals uh, doing the high jump. And I was a major basketball player. I loved b-ball. And I played basketball half court with the fellows in the neighborhood that I lived in. I would go into the gym when I was in the Navy and I'd play pickup ball at the gym. And I loved playing with nine guys. Like I loved being nine guys in me because I felt like growing up playing street ball with all guys, it just kind of felt natural for me to be playing against the dudes. You know, I felt like the girls were always complaining. When I started playing for school, they were like, oh, you hurt me. You hit me. You hauled. Uh, and then they start crying and I'm like, are you okay? And like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> and I just grew up with that mentality of if I look like I broke, if I broke my thumb, I'd be like, I'm fine. No worries. I'm good. I popped it back in place. And that's just, you know, dubbed, I guess, the tomboy in me. And maybe that's not a surprise either that I've kind of always been a tomboy. And, um, which what is tomboy anyway, right? It's just like something society has given us a name for women who uh, like to play sports and, you know, hang out with dudes. Uh, we're, we're called tomboys, but that's crazy to me. I'm just always just been a gal that liked being around guys. No, you know, just like being around girls. But I, I ended up having a lot of friends that were guys. Here's something I probably never share is that in the, you know, growing up, my brother was like, yeah, you're a girl. I don't want to hang out with you. And my sister was like, you're too young to be hanging out with me. And she was so prissy. So I had to find my own friends and my own friends happened to be the, the boys in the neighborhoods that I grew up in, apartment complexes and whatnot that we lived in. And so, yeah. And I and I, I love my female friends, obviously, uh, but I, I love my male friends too. And um, even though I don't really hang out with anybody anymore today, uh, I just kind of do my own thing, kind of simple, boring life. Um, I mean, I'm doing things. Don't get me wrong, I'm doing stuff, but not like I used to. And now I'm okay with that. I like being in bed by ten, being asleep by ten, uh, because I wake up early anyway. Um, but yeah, so those are just some of the things that I wanted to share with you guys. Nothing too spectacular. Hopefully you didn't fall asleep listening to my, my episode today. Uh, but I did want to finish on a subject that you're probably not going to want to listen to. And that's politics. All I got to say is guys, 
still disappointed in the fact that Texas um, voted mostly the majority of Texans voted to keep uh, the Governor Abbott in office. I'm not a fan of Governor Abbott. He is not for women's reproductive rights and he is uh, trying to make bills in place to to, um, discriminate against transgender children. And yeah, I don't think he's good for our state. I don't think any of the ones, Lieutenant Governor, that still got voted in, none of them are good for our state. And they don't have all people in mind uh, to be here for all of us. The conservative Republican Party, don't think they've ever been for all of us. So when I mean all of us, I mean people that are not um, uh, the Christian religion. Uh, for anybody that's not a Christian, uh, for anybody that's not a conservative re- Christian, Republican Christian, and for people on the part of the LGBT plus community. Why are did you just scratch me? She just scratched me, but I think it was on an accident. Anyway, uh, so I'm really not not jazzed about that. And that our Marjorie Ann Green Taylor woman got reelected in Georgia. How that happened, I do not know. It's just ridiculous. Stacey Adams did not get voted most uh, a lot for. And I was that's I'm just disappointed in other states. I really thought that those states would come out and that they would vote to have better leaders put in place that would be there for all, all of every, all of their constituents and all of the state's people. Anyway, so we've got a lot of work to do. That said, it wasn't a red wave and uh, the Republican party had a wake up call to realize that they weren't going to win in big numbers like they thought they were going to win. And now, oh my goodness, Former President uh, freaking Trump is now being called by his own party as a loser because the people that he backed up did not win those seats. And so, yeah, it's a very interesting time and we'll see how it goes for the 2024 election. Anywho, hope you're doing well. Love the cool weather we're getting. I gotta go. It's been Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. I'll see you on the flip side. God bless. Take care of yourselves. Okay. Bye for now.